With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. How are you doing? This is episode number 396. That's right. We're almost at the big 4-0-0. And that episode I will be doing with no pants on. Then again, I'm actually doing this one with no pants on. But in that, that episode, I will admit it. I think I just admitted it. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm editing this out. Moving on. Episode number 396. Now, what do I want to talk to you people about in episode number 396? I'll tell you. I replied to someone who made a, a comment on something I, I, I posted on Twitter. And they were talking about how the people in power don't care about people beneath them or that they perceive to be beneath them. And I agreed with them. And I didn't feel like typing a lot back to them. I didn't feel like getting into a conversation. So I went on YouTube. I found the Michael Jackson song, They Don't Care About Us. And I posted that as a reply. I did that because I was agreeing with his sentiment that the people in power tend not to care about the people they perceive to be beneath them. And I posted that song. And I hadn't heard the song in a while. And then I started thinking about the song. And I remembered the controversy behind the song. And in the song, Michael Jackson sings about people not caring about us and he uses a ethnic a term for jewish people that should not that will not be named here you know which one i'm talking about and i get the point of the song the point of the song was to point out how people try to push people down maybe with ethnic slurs and treatment they don't care about us i get it but you have to realize that as a person on the outside of the group you don't say the word that describes the group that way especially with Whatever the kill shot word is for that particular group, you know what the word is for, for Jewish people. You also obviously know the word for black people. It begins with an N, the N word. You get it. So I was thinking about that and I realized that there were people on Facebook I had to get rid of and people I had to get rid of in real life. People that I knew, they weren't necessarily close friends, but if you were looking from the outside in, you would think that I was friends with that person. And I was having a conversation with someone online. And they were trying to figure out why they can't use the N-word, right? Now, I've never heard these specific people fight for the right to use ethnic slurs for other groups. But for some reason, they felt compelled and needed the ability to say the N-word. And I don't mean the N-word. I mean the word that begins with N. And you know what word I'm talking about exactly, right? And it made me wonder why exactly... Are you so adamant about using that specific word? Why would you want to use that specific word? I've never heard you use that specific word, but why do you want to use that specific word? Right? You know how disrespectful it is. You know how hurtful it is. You know what it does, especially to older black people, when that word was what was yelled at them as they were chased out of neighborhoods. My uncles used to tell me stories about how the police would literally see them standing on a street corner, pick them up, because they were standing on the street corner, drive them to a neighborhood where at the time, 50s and 60s, you absolutely did not want to be in that town and in that section of the town. In fact, if you worked in that section of the town, 
your employee would let you off early because they knew you needed to get the hell out of there because they knew what would happen to you if you were caught there after a certain time. They were treated badly in that area of the city and this area of the city and that area of the city. Even when it was light out, even when they were there working, they were harassed while working with permission of the owner of the establishments. What are you doing here, N-word? I'm working for da-da-da. Yeah, well, go. Let me go talk to him and see if you N-words are really working. You could be here stealing stuff. In fact, get in this car with the things of cuffs on and I'm going to check. Hey, hey, other guy, hey, white guy who hey, I like because he's white like me. Are these N-words working for you? As a matter of fact, they're working for me. They're uh, doing some work in the back. Okay, N-words, get out. Yeah, you're lucky, you N-words, right? And so they had to run out of that area of the city. And we all know about places where you couldn't sit, you couldn't eat, you could We all know what happens. And we all know that that word signifies the the. the uh, the dehumanization of black people. And it's also, like I said, the last word you, the word you were, they were yelled at you while you're running around trying to get away from people. It was the last word people who were black heard as they got killed, lynched, murdered, stabbed up and all the other things. So we know what the history of the word is. And we know there's no really good reason. There's no good reason. There's no reason for somebody to even use the word. Definitely not if you're outside of the group. Now, when I hear other black people saying, and I really don't pay attention to it, I would prefer they didn't, but I don't care. I don't care as much because I think it's probably, it's it's better if they say it than anyone else. I would rather they didn't, but it doesn't bother me as much. Back to the person who was fighting for the right to use the word for some reason. And as he's making his point and fighting, he's, I mean, he's literally fighting to use the word the same way someone, he sounded like a lawyer, you know, giving his final summation. And in fact, your uh, general ladies of the jury, the reason I should be able to say this word is because of... And I'm reading this crap and I'm going, this is the longest you've ever written anything on Facebook. Usually you used a couple of lines or a cat picture, but when it came to this, it would look like the damn Iliad and the Odyssey. Let me ask you a question, people. We've all had young relatives in the family, you know, and they were little kids. Maybe they're, maybe they're your children. Maybe they're your nieces and nephews or cousins, but they were the baby of the family, right? And then when they got to a certain age, maybe right if it's a guy right around when his voice cried, hey, how's it going? Right, a lady, when she gets a little, a young lady, when she gets a little older and she starts to feel more like a, she, she wants to feel like a young lady and not a girl anymore. And and with guys, you know, you don't want to be called Billy after a while. You want to be called William or Bill, right? You don't want to be called Susie Q. You want to be called Susan, right? And when the child walks up to you and goes, could you not call me that anymore? Could you call me Susie? Uh, could you call me Susan? I don't like Susie anymore because I'm not, you know, that's a little girl thing. Uh, Mom, could you uh, not call me uh, Billy anymore? I'm going to be called Bill. And what do you do? You go, okay, you reach down, you hug the kid, you give him a kiss on the forehead, and you know what? You're a big girl or you're a big boy now, and if that's what you want to be called, I'm going to call you that. And you do, because the child, the child, the child, the child asks you to. Out of respect, the child asks you to. And I asked this person, I said, let me ask you a question, man. Your son, you have a son? Yeah. 
obviously he didn't actually say it. This is we were typing on 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 online, so you get the point. And I said, "Your son's name's Fred, right? That's not his real name. I'm using it as an example." Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, wasn't there a point where you were calling him Freddy? Yeah. Why don't you call him Freddy anymore? Well, you know, when he turned about 11, he said, you know, Dad, I don't want to be called Freddy anymore. I want to be called Fred. And I said, okay, okay. I gave him a handshake. I said, from now on, you're Fred. Have you called him Freddy since? No, of course not. He asked me. Exactly. Now, millions of people are asking you not to call them that. So if you'll show your son the respect of call, not calling him Freddy, and you call him Fred, when there's no murder, rape, and uh, segregation and years and years of slavery and there's not a, that attached to his name but just out of respect because all he would do would go dad you gave him that respect now millions of people are saying look just don't call me that and you are now fighting did you sit down with your son and give him a 14 paragraph list of reasons why you should still be able to call him freddie instead of fred He didn't reply after that, mainly because my argument was sound and his argument was complete bullshit. <laughs> right. But I keep telling people, I said, listen, if you're outside of a specific ethnicity, if you're not part of that group. The best way I would say is think about that word and not just the N word for my group, the black people, but whatever group that's not the group you're a part of. Whatever that, whatever their kill shot slur is, every group has a slur that's the worst one for that group. And it just don't just don't say that, please. Don't call us that. Every group has it. So think about that word coming out of your mouth as the equivalent of. Imagine that word is in a dumpster behind a restaurant, and it's been there, and there was a trash strike, and it stinks. Right. And in addition, that dogs have come across it and crapped on it and cats peed on it and it's starting to ferment. And all of a sudden, there's a whole bunch of maggots all on it. Would you eat that? No, you wouldn't. Imagine that word for you to be as appetizing as eating the, that crap with the pee and the dookie on it. Imagine that. Imagine that word being that and realize nobody wants to eat that. That should that should be thrown away. It stinks. It's unhealthy. It shouldn't be around. Being around it is horrible. Right. You ever walk down an, uh, uh, an alleyway in a major city behind a bunch of restaurants? You know what that food smells like back there. Would you want to stand there and have a long conversation? No. You go, oh, this stinks. I don't want to be around it. Well, that's how people from inside the specific ethnic groups feel being around people who use those words. It stinks, it's garbage, it's unhealthy, it should be taken and thrown away. And it's amazing that you still have to explain it to people like that. There's certain behaviors and certain actions that you should just label that mentally the same way. This it's like um like a cheating on your uh cheating on your or your your wife, right? No, no, just cheating on your. Just imagine how is she, she going to feel if she finds out you had your penis inside another woman's vagina? How do you think she'd feel about that? Even if you had sex with the other person and it was fantastic and incredible, you blew your head out, uh, out off to the top of your head off, right? Your butthole clamped so hard you could 
chop off cigar tops and you, you, your legs were shaking so good you could stick your foot in the paint in a, in a, you could put a gallon of paint on your ass and you would be able to mix it up that's how good the delicious buttocks that you're deep inside of feels like you can't walk for five minutes afterwards now you don't even smoke cigarettes but you took a whole pack chopped off the bottom laid it up and went there what you girl what you got is so good i don't even smoke but i'm, I'm sitting smoking all 20 cigarettes at the same time uh you know what i'm talking about i actually never was that good Right, and you put your go, you shower up, you put your clothes on, you squeeze her button, she goes back where she's going, you get back in your car. Man, that felt great. That was incredible. She tore me the hell up. Unbelievable. And I can't wait to get me some more of that in a couple of days. When they get, 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 get. Imagine that. Imagine if you felt that good. And in this scenario, say you love your wife. She's a great woman. She's incredible. You enjoy getting it on with her, too. But the thrill of jumping on top of this perfect 10 disease free, bought her own birth control. You can't get her pregnant virtually. You just jump on top and enjoy her sweetness. And then you think about your wife. You got two kids at home. Look up to your dad's the greatest dad in the world. She thinks she's the greatest thing in the world. She's always bragging about you, right? You actually walk in a house. She doesn't know you're there. You hear her talking about you on the phone. And so, you know, she's actually saying what she feels. And she says all these glowing things about you, right? But she doesn't know what you just did. She really cares about you, dude. She helped you get through whatever law school, medical school, whatever the hell you just did. And then you think about how she would feel if she found out what you were doing it was great you had an hour of having your head blown off your ass shaking so hard like i said you could mix a can of paint you pull muscles in your toes in fact you pull a groin muscle your abs are hurting because you that's how good was with that other woman because not only is she gorgeous and incredible and delicious and young and all of that there's the thrill of getting away with it oh the thrill of getting away with it actually multiplied it by five it would have been incredible anyway but oh you got away with it you got away with it oh yeah right it was incredible but imagine your incredible wife finding out what you just did what do you think's gonna happen huh how do you think the kids are going to look at you? Now, it was incredible. That other woman, like I said, she blew the top of your head off. She left you twitch and she goldfished your punk ass. It was incredible and double incredible and quadruple incredible, right? In fact, she left you $5 on the counter. <laughs> Just kidding. She came back to get that. It fell out of her purse. You sick bastard, right? It was incredible. Oh, she tore your ass up, buddy. She ripped you up. She destroyed your punk ass. She left you dripping. You dripping with sweat and exhausted. She blew you apart. And now you're going home to your perfect wife. And she is your And it's not like your wife doesn't tear you up. Your wife tears you up too. But you've been married for 15 years, right? It's still great, right? If it wasn't for that other woman, you'd be like, man, my wife tore my ass up. My wife's 15 years. She's still blowing me apart. It's incredible. It's incredible. But you found this woman who got a perfect body at the office. She threw herself at you and you caught her. She threw, you caught. And then you took her back to the hotel room and gave her the good deep business. Let's go back to the wife how do you think she's going to feel she's going to be crushed and even if she forgives you she's never going to look at you the same way again there's always going to be a little part of her that's dead you can't recover it it's dead 
right? Your kids may forgive you, but there's a little part of you. They had complete trust in you, complete faith in you, looked up to you. They had you on a pop up pedestal. And now that pop up pedestal is a pop up phone book. You're still up there a little bit, still a couple inches off the ground, but you used to be on a pedestal. She thought you were the perfect husband. She bragged at you on the phone. Now you walk back into the house, you catch her talking about you on the phone. And before she was giving you glowing, glowing, glowing reviews. And now she says, oh, yes, going fine with Bill. Because that's all she can muster for you. In fact, what about she's such an awesome woman? She realizes she doesn't have to put up with that crap. She's still looking incredible. She knows she blows you up, right? The only reason the other woman is excited is because she's new and because she's younger and because you're getting away with something. She goes, if I blew him up after 15 years, then whatever guy I get with next, the first, the first whatever guy gets this sweetness next is going to be new to him. And I'm going to destroy him. I don't need this bastard. I already have my kids. I had my tube, tubes tied so I can't get pregnant so I can go out and do what I need to do. I can find a guy who appreciates this goodness, appreciates this goodness and now you're sitting there all alone your kids think you're a piece of crap your wife thinks you're a piece of crap all of a sudden you run across her and you see her with a guy that actually gets it and she's destroying him he's all slobbing her down right the kids are hugging him and they're going hey kids are hugging him well he stepped at he's a great guy and he actually is faithful to mom oh man your whole family goes away. Everything goes away. Even your friends, they're still your friends, but there's a little part of them that's like, man, you effed up badly. They don't think you're a horrible person, but they think you're a little more stupid than they thought you were, you dumb bastard. Had that awesome woman and you did that. Now, just like with the N-word, and I told the people, if you think about the N-word, just imagine it being a stinking, stinking pile of crap. Right. You don't want to be around. Well, you got to think about it. If you're the kind of guy that wants to keep his wife and wants to be a faithful man, now if you out there and you just want to go banging away and it doesn't matter to you and if she leaves, she leaves. Hey, man, it is what it is. You don't really care. But if you're the kind of guy that wants to keep his wife and doesn't want to risk his family just for some delicious bus hooks. And you go, man, that girl looks incredible, but I don't want to lose my wife and kids. I don't want to hurt my wife and kids. All you got to do is think about her sweet spot. You know that spot I'm talking about. That good, 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 good business where you take your good deep business and put it up in her business and make her feel like it's Christmas. You know what I'm talking about. All you got to do is imagine that that was an electric socket. Right. No matter how beautiful she is, when you start thinking about, man, I want to get deep up in that sweet bottom of hers. Just imagine it's an electric socket. And if you put something up, oh, God, that wasn't worth it. Just think about it, because that's what it's going to be like when it comes to the way your life is, is, is going to be afterwards. I've been in now, not to be indelicate, but I've been in enough vaginas to realize that they all feel great. If you're just being with a woman to be physical and I also know it's kind of a waste of time. You know, to just jump on top of a woman because you want to enjoy her good stuff. You know, after a certain age, find somebody you like. All right. Because I'm serious. I've I've been with a few women. I've been in a few women's deliciousness. And I'm telling you, every single one of them after I was, you know, after we enjoyed each other, I was sitting there going, man, that felt awesome. I've never been like, wow, for the first time, that was horrible. That didn't feel good at all. Never. They all felt great. So why would I risk my relationship with a woman I care about who has something 
down there that feels great because another woman has something that feels great. That's like robbing a bank. No, that's like going to the roulette table and taking your entire net worth and putting it down and spinning the roulette wheel. Guess what? Odds are you're going to lose. It was not worth it. You dumb bastard. So think about the other woman's sweet stuff down there. Think about it as an electric socket. You don't need to be going in there. It ain't worth it. Right. Friend of mine, I talked to before, before I started recording this, I told him what I was going to talk about. And uh, he said, yeah, man, you're right, dude. You, you're right, man. You're right. That's Anthony, because uh, a lot of dudes will put their thing in anybody or anything, man. You know, shoot. When I was a kid, man, you know, I ain't going to lie to you. When I was a kid, man, you know, I read this thing about, you know, uh, vacuum cleaners having suction and I put my thing in the vacuum cleaner. I didn't hear what he said after that because I was too busy staring at him, looking at him like, you put you, you took your penis and put it in the vacuum cleaner. And as he was telling me the story, he realized that I didn't hear anything after that. Because, you know, you, you ever watch a movie where a guy's talking and all you can hear is in, the, in the, the character who's the lead character, the protagonist. All you can hear is that person's inner dialogue like, why are you telling me this? What the hell is wrong with you? I mean, there's, there's literally no part of our friendship conversation where I need to hear about you doing this. I don't, I mean, this, I mean there's, no, there's no other way. Why did this come up? I know I'm explaining to you what I'm going to talk about on my podcast in a couple of days, but you're telling me that you, you put your junk inside of a vacuum cleaner because, because, the, the, because the tube sucks? I mean, obviously he didn't do it recently. It was, he was a kid at the time, maybe a teenager or something like that. But even then, I mean, why bro and he's still talking I still don't know what he's saying because in my mind you had your junk inside of a vacuum cleaner man and he's looking at me and then he finally saw the look on my face and realized I was horrified and he goes what I said you, you mean to tell me I mean how old were you and he told me he was an older teenager he wasn't like he was 13 he was he was an older teen and a teenager he was like 17 18 years old I'm going you were almost a grown man at 17 years old. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if you didn't haven't had sex yet, I get it. I get that. But I mean, I mean, if you had just taken care of yourself with your hand, I would make sense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that makes more sense. At least it's skin, you know, and, and nobody and you could wash your hand. But the vacuum cleaner, what's wrong with you, man? What was wrong with you? Well, you know, I mean, I said, I said well, you know, you did it that one time and it was over. And then you had a look in his face as if to say, it was more than one time. And I went, oh, God, you did it more than once. Oh, in error, um, error, um, error. And I'm going, oh, God, just stop while you're behind. Right? I said, like, man, and I started teasing him a little bit, and we started laughing about it. Right? And I walked into his kitchen, and I was, um, <laughs> I walked into his kitchen, and there was a coffee machine. And he walked behind me, yeah, let's get some coffee, man. I was like, can I get some coffee? Did you fuck that too, huh? You fucking the coffee machine, huh? Huh? Did you fuck the coffee machine, huh? Huh? Did you fuck the fuck the queen's not you sick bastard? So we're laughing, and uh, <laughs> so as I was about to leave, he, uh we go downstairs. He goes, "Oh, I forgot. Oh yeah, that thing you let me." So okay, cool, cool, cool. So we go downstairs into the basement, and he hands me the box, and I look down. And it was my lawn blower. I'm going lawn blower. I don't know if I want this back now. Because it had the word blow in it. If you think a vacuum cleaner was sexy, 
And this is a lawn blower, man. Is there any way you can sanitize this lawn blower before I take it back? Did you fuck the lawn blower, you sick bastard? And we laughed our asses off. (laughs) But I did wipe it down. (laughs) F y'all. So in closing, I would say two things. Three things, actually. The first thing is, don't use ethnic slurs. It sucks. And like I said, it's stinky garbage. Two, if you're in a relationship and you're in a monogamous relationship, don't cheat on your significant other. If you're a guy, just imagine having sex with the other lady would be the equivalent of jamming your junk into an electric socket. And three, don't fuck household appliances. That shit's gross. <laughs> Okay, folks, this has been episode number 396 of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. New listeners, thank you. I see you. Much love to you. And uh, if you like this podcast, and you do, do me a favor, and you better spread the word. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Suggest the podcast. If you're listening to it on any place where you can rate and review the podcast, rate and review the podcast. I appreciate it. And if you're on social media, please share links to the podcast so everyone else can hear me say stupid crap on a regular basis. You sick bastards. (laughs) Much love to you. See you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.